0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey Podcast. This is episode 49. We are recording this in 2023. I'm so excited for 2023 and the energy it's going to bring. But before we get into the topic, I'd love to introduce my amazing co-host, introducing the Healer Extraordinaire, the beautiful, the stunning, the future New York best-selling author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, over to you.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited to embark on another episode with you, but also our first episode of the new year. Um, it just feels like a really pivotal time and I'm excited to see how this topic unfolds. Friends, I'm Stacy. I'm an intuitive healer. I do readings for people using my intuitive abilities. I am a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor. NIMS and I have an incredible mentorship program that we use globally. I'm an Akashic record reader. And as NIMS mentioned, I'm a soon to be published author. It's hard to believe NIMS, but we're literally weeks away from the book being released.
0: I know how cool. And we we embarked on the process, the book process just under a year ago. So um, I know you, you've done some work on it before, but this phase of it, in just under a year and we're going to finish it within a year Stace. how cool is that uh quick intro on me hi everybody i'm nims nimesh i'm also an akashic record reader a spiritual coach and mentor and yeah i love the work that we do akashic records has changed my life actually i want to start this podcast without akashic records and um yeah the mentorship that we do really allows us to guide people to shine their light and kind of truly live their purpose so stace i love the space that we're creating i love the healing space and you know the, every week we jump on a podcast and just share the knowledge we have so i love doing this and um as as i'm introducing myself i see stace pull up her phone and take a picture so she can post it on social media that doesn't put me off at all um
1: <laughs> Dims, we got to let people know what we're doing we have no some really I agree. exciting things going on <laughs> and um I want to document the journey with you, friend. I, I feel like this is, this is big.
0: I agree. We've been, I really, working, we've yeah. been working
1: together for a while now on this podcast. I remember um, being back in like episode 19, you know, and saying that I was, I was going to be a guest. And now here we are consistently showing up and giving people thought-provoking spiritual conversation and allowing them a space to work on their personal growth. It's amazing.
0: I love it. I love it. And just the conversations we have and actually the guests that we have coming up, it's, it's exciting, exciting stuff. So before we get into the topic, I just want to briefly touch on 2023. Uh, I really do feel that 2023 is a a new cycle, a new vibration that, that's coming. Um, actually, I feel that January is is a little bit of leftover from 2022, so I feel the new vibration will kick in near the end of January uh, for the rest of the year, and um, I feel it's a vibration of really how we're here to shine a light. It also feels a vibration of love, so it feels like a different sort of energy than 2022, so I'm excited for what this year is going to bring. As Stacey said, we have amazing plans for the year, Stacey's book is going to come out, and just there's so much to be doing around the mentorship program and some products we have coming out and just, so I'm super, super excited for everything that's coming in 2023. How do you feel about 2023 says?
1: Hopeful, you know, 2022 was the end of a series of years that was really, really painful for me. And when I, think about the potential for new beginnings um showing up the way I'm meant to sharing the journey of healing with the world really um I'm excited but I I would say the word that I would I would choose is hopeful because I I have been happy to close out 2022 and say goodbye to it and i want to take the lessons that i've learned and now um implement them into this phase of my life so i'm i'm excited
0: yeah and and, you know a lot of people we talk to a lot of our clients 2022 was a let's just say an expansive year so it was a a heavy year in terms of growth for a lot of people. And um, I encourage all the listeners in January to really consider how did you grow? In, and we talked about it last week's episode too, but how did you grow in 2022? What are you leaving behind so you can truly shine your light in 2023? Uh, it's an opportunity to release, like I said, January for me is, is kind of finishing off the list of 2022. So this month is really about releasing the stuff that no longer serves. And, that's, and that brings us nicely on to the topic for this week. So this week's topic is is radical acceptance. Is life happening to you or for you? Um, I love this topic. You know, I talk a lot about life happening for you instead of to you. And I, I you know, if you listen to me on Clubhouse and other, other areas, I'll talk a lot about, you know, when we change the question, when we change... Um, and, and we truly accept that life, life is happening for us and that everything that happens to us serves us in some kind of way. It serves us in a way that helps us to complete our soul contracts, help us to complete and understand why we're here, helps us to expand. And then life truly does become different because we switch from victim mode to turning the, the pain into purpose. We truly realize that, you know, universe in whatever way is trying to help us um then we we do start to truly and ask a different question and do ask the question well how is this serving me how is this helping me how is this helping me complete my con- soul contracts etc and i get and i get told all the time i make things sound super simple um and i also understand that you know when you're going through a lot of pain it's hard to ask that question right when you know if if you're if you're feeling pain and it's serving you some kind of way it's, it's really hard when you're in that moment to really understand why why would god the universe put you through so much pain and let me ask the listener to maybe go back and consider when was the last time you were in really deep pain and what growth did you get from that pain what have you learned how have you expanded and maybe that helps you understand the pain, whatever pain you're going through right now, maybe it gives you a different perspective. Stacey, you're an amazing example. I mean, just if I look at what you've done today and, you know, there are some things that you're going through, but just this morning I've seen you get up at 6 a.m., jump on the treadmill, you know, kind of like, um, and you were tired. It's, you know, it's, it's the first day back after, after the holiday break, but you got up at 6, you went on the treadmill um, you, you you put your daughter you got your daughter ready you got her on the school bus you then went live on Instagram for an hour and a half really sharing your soul and everything that's about you doing your makeup at the same time and then you know we jump on and, and start recording this podcast and we have lots of other things going on through the day so I just I, I admire you and I tell I say this to you all the time your strength of character to just really shine your light in the way that you do and you're a great example to me for of somebody that really is turning the pain into purpose and really is radically accepting who you are to shine your light.
1: It's not easy. <laughs> um, so I, before we started this episode, um, I Googled, you know, what is radical acceptance? And um, it says radical acceptance is based on the notion that suffering comes not directly from pain, but from one's attachment to the pain. And it got me thinking, um, and I just, I guess I'll just talk about like the last couple weeks of 2022, Uh, I would say that I was, it go headed in the direction, I wouldn't say I was fully there, but I would say I was headed in the direction of um, really being attached to the pain. Um, you know, for, for our listeners who may not know, I'm currently going through a divorce and, um, this man was the love of my life and I have, I, I don't even know if it's been conscious NIMS. I feel like it's almost been subconsciously I've been just churning with the grief and the, process of accepting this new season and I would say in the last few weeks specifically I've I've been in a lot of pain and I didn't realize how much I was sitting in it until I started taking some actions like I started really taking a closer look at how I'm showing up in the world and I didn't like what I saw I, 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 the the pain that I have been in because of the life changes, kind of built this like wall between me and living my purpose, essentially, because I became so fixated on the pain. I mean, even we've talked about this. I I wasn't sleeping well, and in my state of sleeping, I realized I was tossing and turning about the end of my marriage and about the season that he's in versus the season that I'm in and doing a lot of like painful comparing and I should be here and I should be doing this. And I was allowing myself to spin my wheels and almost like fixate on it in a way. And I I think that what's happened for me has been this deep understanding that I can either choose to sit in the pain of the past or I can choose to make a brighter future. And if I choose to make a brighter future, it means I have to take action today. So you and I sat down and had a conversation. I feel like everyone should have a friendship like me and Namesh because buddy, I I know like it's only been a little over a year that I've known you, but we have a soul connection. Like we just have a friendship. We do like, like we can call each other and vent or process things and, and kind of work through it. And we both there just seems to be almost like the seesaw effect where we just balance back and forth, like what we need. And it just is this beautiful relationship. And the thing that, that it has given me in the last couple of weeks has been having you as a sounding board and being able to express to you, I'm not like, I'm not okay. And I don't know how to be okay. And because I've had that outlet. I'm, you know, I'm somebody who processes things through talking about them. If you didn't already know. <laughs> and, didn't notice. And, and, yeah. And in, in talking to you, I just really realized that I have to take control and I, I go back to this time in my life and I'll just take you there for a moment. Um, my 40th birthday, I'm 46 now. So six years ago. I was in the best shape of my life. I was so aligned um, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and I was fiercely dedicated every single day to making myself a priority in all of those ways. And it had a huge payoff because with the consistent dedication came really beautiful changes in in my physical body and my strength and my stamina. Um, my mental ability to keep up with the things that were happening around me and with my business. Um, Spiritually, I felt very connected to my higher power. And emotionally, I felt like the relationships that I was in and had around me were all healthy and positive. And so how do we get back to that state? Well, we need to start taking the daily steps that we've taken in the past to make that happen so i think that i've been a little bit in victim mode and feeling like why is this happening to me and now in 2023 there's a definite shift in me and i'm like okay this stuff is happening um what are the messages or the lessons that i can learn from these experiences both painful
0: and not painful and, and I love that and it's just if you look at the season that we're in just you know just had Christmas and New Year's and you know Christmas and New Year's is it's different for everybody right it's, it's just but I guess for most of us there is some downtime and it's interesting sometimes what that downtime does for us because it gives us time to think and sometimes our thinking takes us to Darker place, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but then we come into January, and there's pressure to do New Year's resolutions, and you know, new start, new vibration. We talked about at the beginning of the episode. But it is an opportunity to create lasting change. The reason I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions is because how often do we start New Year's resolution, and you know, kind of two, three weeks in, or even a few days in, we stop doing them, and it's just that. For me if you can create lasting change then that's where it makes a difference and you know we've both embarked on a self-care routine that we've done before but we're fiercely determined to stick with it and it's not about it is about new years but actually no it's more about putting ourselves first and there's two things that you said which i feel really important to point out one is you said it was it's a choice and when you're consumed with some sort of pain, or you know life's happening, you perceptibly to you, and they say you're in a deep dark place. It's sometimes really hard to realize you have a choice.
1: I was just I was thinking that same thing, Nims, because I'm thinking we may have listeners who are like, "This is not a choice. I'm going through hell. I'm going through fill in the blank a, a divorce. I'm going through." losing a job. I'm going through the loss of a family member, the loss of a, a family pet. I'm, I'm, there are so many things that we experience that are painful. And I, I don't, I don't think we're trying to take away from the fact that those experiences are painful, right? Like we we're saying, yes, they're painful.
0: But that's, but what, that's is- the second thing comes in that you said, which yes. I feel is really important is it's up to us. We have a choice. And even if you're starting something small, it's like you know Einstein would say the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing expect a set expect a different set of results. You have to change something. If you want to change, then change. Right? You're not a tree. Move. And that's the key for me. Is 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 if you were if you are in that sort of space where you're going through a lot of emotional turmoil and it does feel like 2022 was a lot of emotional turmoil for a lot of people and if you continue that in 2023 then one we send you lots of love and light and truly wish for you to find the guidance secondly I would encourage you to do something, to do something different that starts to shift you and I would start with some kind of movement because it's like as humans we're meant to move right it's just that you know it states the career we're in right now it does mean a lot of t- a lot of the time we're on video right but it's you know we make an effort to make sure that we, we we move and you know having you as a friend who um you know you're so determined you have a great you have a great work ethic and you drive me to right so you know it's that you know i've, I've committed to having a stronger self-care routine which actually includes things like Going on the treadmill, doing 10,000 steps, doing journaling, you know, kind of doing the mirror work, doing everything that we, we ask other people to do, just do it for ourselves. But also, I've committed to showing up, i.e., doing the podcast once a week, but also going live on Instagram and all these other things. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're in a, a difficult phase of your life, understand that whatever you're going through is part of your soul's journey. And what if you're going through it so you can use your experiences to help others? What if you're going through it so you can get through the other side and truly start shining your light? And what if you could do something today that starts to shift? You can't always control your external environment, but you can control control how you respond to it. So I would encourage our listeners to really consider... You know, the, t- the title of the podcast is Radical Acceptance. What if you could accept what is happening in your life and, and really kind of start to shift and, ha- and truly accept it's happening for you? And again, if you're going through something difficult, this may be really hard. But it is that shift of, okay, acceptance that whatever's happening to you is happening to you. Sometimes we fight it, and you know, if it's if it's divorce or it's that acceptance that maybe things do come to an end. What if what if things need to come to an end for a brighter future? What if something needs to come to an end to try it, to to something for something beautiful to start in your life? They say nature abhors a vacuum, so sometimes you need to create space in your life for something new. And Again, could be a really difficult situation. And, but if you could just do something for you, maybe it's just taking a walk every day. Maybe it's just sitting in nature. Maybe it's just taking a break and going for a coffee. But do something consistently, commit to doing for at least 21 days and see what actually starts to happen inside you. Because when you start working on you, you're sending a message to you and the universe that you're worth it. And everything in your external world is in some way as a result of something in your internal world. So if you start working on your internal, then your external starts to change. How do you feel about that, Stace?
1: I just keep thinking of the listener who is facing something painful. And I want to be really clear in saying, we're not dismissing grief we are not dismissing that there is a season of mourning when you go through something painful. I mean, I, my divorce is the perfect example. I'm still in it. You know, I just went literal days ago to sign the papers um, to like initiate the, the finalizing of the divorce. And it was another like painful like zing to me I felt it physically emotionally mentally I I felt it in all the ways and I mean you were there with me Nims it's like it it has taken me to a place of grieving again that I wasn't anticipating and so we're not dismissing the importance of grieving the loss whatever the loss is whether it's a friendship a relationship a a person there you know um they're absolutely painful experiences that happen. I, I think that there, there comes a point where there's a decision to be made. And there is a choice to either identify as the pain And the painful experience and to live in that space, which a lot of people do. A lot of people do. But I think there's also this moment where you're given the option of, am I going to sit in this and stay in this? Or am I going to grieve, put a timestamp on it and make a choice to continue to move forward? And for me... I wish I could kind of like show the listeners what the shift in me has been because it was almost like, um, like a rubber band snapping. And it was like, you know, like God, the universe just like clapped their hands and said, wake the beep up, Stacy wake up because I'm recognizing that nothing changes if I don't change. And I allowed myself to sit in the grief. I think we all need that. I think we all need to kind of go through that morning. But I recognize that I'm the one who has to establish the healthy patterns and the healthy routines. I'm the one that decides what relationships are allowed space in my life. I'm the one who decides what I do with this story. You know, I I've talked about this in the past um, and it feels like I need to bring it up again. Um, You know, my son attempted to take his own life several years ago. And I tell people often that when he made the decision to crash his car into a tree, it was as if he put the whole family in the car with him. And we all came out with different injuries. And some of us have decided that we don't need physical therapy. And we're just going to walk with that limp and we're going to have this pain that's never going to go away. And then there are others of us that are like, I am going to do whatever the doctor says, and I am going to do whatever the physical therapist says, because damn it, I'm not going to allow my life to be defined by this one moment. My life has changed from this one moment but I am not going to allow it to be the final moment that I sit in for the rest of my life. And we all made a different choice in the family. I mean, it's so apparent, right? The family unit has been blown apart because of the choice. Because some of us decided, I can't heal from this. So I'm going to pretend like it never happened, even though I'm in pain and I'm going to stay in that pain. And then others of us decided, okay what can i do with this and it it has been a process it has been a process
0: stace the the interesting thing you've taught me a lot over the this past year seeing the amount of pain that you've gone through and the different stages and it really you know being that close to you and kind of seeing the different stages does really give you an insight and it's that even the kind of the pain that you felt recently, it's like you were so busy just surviving that you didn't actually have time to grieve the the loss of a partner. And it's like all of a sudden it really hit you when things slow down. And it's just like, and again, I've just seen you having to, you know, kind of being crushed by the change that's happening around you, but really pushing through it and deciding to do something different. it's, It's really... It's interesting when you watch on somebody else, um, and you can kind of one obviously you feel the pain of the, the pain that a friend's going through, but also you see the strength of 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 how you've been through it, and it's just that it's it's just really interesting to see, and it's it really helped me understand it is a choice. And for anyone that right now really feels like they're being consumed by grief by pain um understand you will get through it and also it's a choice for you to do start to do something different there isn't a silver bullet that you know you can do something magical and all of a sudden things change overnight and maybe there is but the one thing you can do is start to choose to do something for yourself and I get it. Sometimes you feel like you're on a hamster wheel, and it's like the world is consistently against you, against you, and you you feel like you're fighting constantly. But I promise you, if you start doing something for yourself consistently, which ideally involves some kind of movement, things will start to start to shift. It reminds me of a Jim Roan quote, which I just googled. Something simple: if you don't like how if you don't like how things are, how things are going, change it. You're not treat. And that really is, it's so simple, but it's that, you know, sometimes we get stuck in whatever's happening to us and we can't see the light. We can't see the light from the darkness, right? We can't see the the wood for the trees, but it's that. It's when we're in that darkness that we've got to kind of find something to hang on to. And if it is something you can do on a daily basis, things will start trying to shift. And I get, I make it sound easy. I get it. I get that. And I know it's not, but I really want to, I really hope, even if it's just one listener, we can give them hope. There is light out there, but the change has to become, has to be with you. You have to make a choice to do something different. And from that choice, you start to cause an effect in you that starts to change you. And Stacey, you've inspired me. Do you know what I mean? Just watching you and everything that you've gone through this you know, in the space of nine months, you've had to move move out of your dream home, kind of create a new business, leave the hairdressing business behind, you know, going through a divorce, writing a book. You've done a lot in a short space of time, and it's just just seeing you go through the pain as well and just continue to fight for you to become this person you are today. Just that's inspired me, so thank you.
1: Well, I can't say that I I did it alone. I mean, I, I feel like God provides us with angel experiences, but there are also earthbound angels that are there for us, and you've been one of those for me. You've been a safe place for me to express the pain and to work through the pain and You've held space for me when it's been too much to bear. I mean, there there have been days where it's been hard to get out of bed. There have been days where it's been hard to think about eating or where it's been challenging to get a decent night's sleep. I mean, it has absolutely been a process, but I I go back to the same thing and I tell people this often the higher power, the God that I believe in, would not allow the type of suffering that my family has faced without having a greater vision of helping people. And it took me going through this last couple of years of so much pain to really understand that. I just don't think that our pain is wasted. I believe that we are given our experiences in life with the option to take the lessons from those experiences and impart that wisdom to others but again it's a choice and i think that's why it's so hard for me when i hear people say everything happens for a reason we've t- we've talked about this nims like everything happens for a reason because i I believe there can be lessons in every experience, but it's a choice whether we take those lessons, integrate them and use them for the greater good, or we sit in that victim space feeling like, how can this be happening to me? Or why did this happen? And we never get past that point. And for me, um, took my son nearly dying um, and then the aftermath of that nearly killing me to really understand this, like this concept, like no parent should have to face the mortality of their child before their own like that's just not the natural order of things and yet that's what happened to our family and in that came this several years long painful process where every day was daunting and I stopped working out because I was caring for my son I stopped um connecting spiritually in my daily practices. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't surrounding myself with healthy, balanced people. In all the ways, I, I was living in this space of pain for an extended amount of time. And I look back now, and I can see that God was preparing me that at that time when I was 40 and I was in living a life in alignment, it was like I was in training for what was to come in the next couple of years. And the beautiful thing about that is that because I have the awareness of what it felt like to be aligned, I've been able to full circle bring myself back to that space, knowing the habits that will help me to be able to take these experiences, learn from them, grow from them, and be a healthy, happy, balanced person. With this being said, I want our listeners to know I still have bad days. Okay? Like, I think it's really important to say I'm human and I'm still having, you know, a human experience. And there are days where, you know, something will happen, like signing the papers, the divorce papers the other day, that take me into this plummeting mental and emotional state. But again, I go back to the same thing. I put a timestamp on it, and this is something that I've done for quite a while. I know that I have to feel everything. Like, it's just kind of who I am. It's how I'm made up. I feel everything on a deep level. I think it's okay to feel it and to let yourself grieve. But you have to have a, a point where you say, okay, enough. It's now time to go into the next season. And something shifted in me. I want to say like during this holiday time, right? Um, My little girl was off school, like most kids, right? I had her home. I was out of my routine. I was feeling kind of sedentary. And something just clicked in me. Like, Stacy, you know what you need to do to work through this. You've got to accept where you are and that you got yourself here, and you have to be the one to move forward, incorporating these lessons and getting yourself healthy again. And so I just hit this hard reset. What do I need to do for me? What do I need to do to be the best version of myself? As Stacy for myself, but also as a mother. You know, what, what do I need to do to be a better mother? What do I need to do to be a better business partner? What do I need to do to be a better friend? And it came back to the same thing, NIMS. Like I had to accept this is where I am right now. Right now I am in a temporary living space in a friend's basement, rebuilding my life. And I've been a little annoyed at the housing market right now, and the fact that I have not been able to find the next step. It's not time. And I'm accepting that it's not time yet. But how do I create the life that I want right now where I am? And so you and I kind of discussed a schedule. Um, you know, for those of you who struggle with time management like me. Um, with being disorganized, like me, (laughs) structure is everything. And we sat down and figured out, okay, what's this new routine going to look like? And in that has come this understanding that this is happening for me. This, this is happening for me because there is something that God wants me to do with this story, with this pain, with this process there is something that he wants me to do with it some days i feel like i'm super clear on what he wants me to do right some days i'm like all right i get it god i hear you and then there are other days where i'm like are you sure
0: <laughs> yeah i feel that are you I sure <laughs> exactly is it are you really do you really mean me i get that i get that i can relate to that
1: yeah but it but i i i believe that the way that we move forward is is first the acceptance that this has happened whatever this is whatever the event is or the series of events there's an acceptance that this this has happened
0: and I'd it's, say that there's probably a stage before that right for me awareness comes first sure Re- really asking yourself and understanding that the situation you're in be real with yourself and then from that awareness you then move to acceptance.
1: 100%. And, I, and and let's not, we can't discount grief, right? So there's grief before there's acceptance. And then after acceptance comes awareness. And after awareness comes making the changes. So it's definitely in phases. And I don't want anybody to, to think that we're saying you can't grieve because my gosh, I have definitely grieved. There have been days, and NIMS, you can attest to this, there have been days where it's been filled with tears and discouragement where I've called yeah. you and said, I don't know if I can keep doing this. You know, that's, that's a very real part of this process because if you don't let yourself grieve, I believe at some point it catches up to you.
0: hundred percent. It's like right? a volcano. If you push it down, it's going to come up, right? It has to. And, um, mm-hmm. but that's, that's, that's the beauty of, you know, how much, how many people see the real, behind the scenes. You know, Stacey, you talk, you talk about this all the time. It's like, you know, social media is is, is the highlights reel, right? People just show the best parts of it. But there is, with growth comes pain, right? There is, when you're grieving, you have to experience the pain of, of whatever you're going through and then you have to accept your situation. Then, as you say, you grow from it. And it's just, um, it, is a, it is a consuming and a powerful process. And it takes time.
1: And not everyone does it. There are plenty of people in this world who, you know, have that kind of victim mentality. Like, this happened to me. Why me? Why me? But my question is, why not you? Like, when we came to this earth, we didn't come giving God our stipulations of what we we were willing or unwilling to do. We came accepting that this experience is going to be what it's going to be. And I think so much of this comes from supposed to and expectations. Like I'm supposed to have the home of my dreams with this man in this house for the rest of my life. I am supposed to be a hairdresser until the day I retire. Like I had expectations of what I thought my life was going to look like. I had an idea in my head that I created that didn't really involve whatever God's plans were. i I I, I was like, You're not in charge. you know, I mean, in a sense, that's what I was saying. I'm really. I mean, if you think about it that that's kind of what I was saying is like, okay, god, i I hear you like, I love you. I know we have this relationship, but here's what I want. Like here's my list of demands. And yet, I have to say. Of all of the things that I could say on this podcast, I love who I am today in this moment more than I ever have before. I know her. I know how far she's come. I know how hard I've fought for her. And I know that the experiences of the last couple of years have taught me to have a relationship with myself that I never had before. It's beautiful. It's like I can look at these experiences and I can see the pain and I can talk about the pain. But as I'm coming out the other side, I'm recognizing that I am more aware of who I am and how I'm showing up in the world than I was before all of this happened i it's unfortunate that it took such painful lessons to get me to this place but it's also made me fiercely dedicated to helping other people to accomplish the same thing because i recognize the power in it that's pretty that's pretty profound
0: yeah that's beautiful and you know you, you said so many important things i just want to go back to a couple of them um one is, I think it's it's really important to, and we talked about grief and loss in last week's episode, but I think it's really important to recognize and become aware of what are you grieving for? Because, Stace, when I watch you, um, yes, you are grieving the loss of a partner, but you're also grieving the loss of a fairy tale, right? The loss of your expectations, and it's that as soon as we accept that, The way that we think things are meant to be aren't already necessarily the way it's going to turn out then life does become easier because i've seen you not just grieving the loss of a partner but grieving the loss of a fairy tale and it's that accepting where you are in this moment appreciating this moment being grateful in this moment is a major part of it. So recognizing, what are you grieving for? Because sometimes we hold on to some things, right? Sometimes we're with a partner and we're holding on to the dream of who we think they should be. And we're waiting for them to change and we're waiting for them to change. And well, no, people are who they are. You have to accept who you are in today's world as well as whoever you're with. And that's that. No matter how much you want them to change, it has to be their choice. And the other thing that you said, you know, Stace, I'm super grateful I could be there for you. But part of it is asking for help. Mm -hmm. And actually maybe helping others. And it's that, you know, somehow we manifested each other in whatever way, right? But sometimes you've got to ask for help. Sometimes you've got to go to God and say, God, help. And sometimes you've got to reach out to people in your life and ask for help. And be open to help. It's such a powerful thing to do, but it's just when we're grieving, we're in the lowest point of our our time, whatever that looks like. And actually when that's probably the time we should ask for help. It's really interesting. A lot of the time that's when we don't ask for help. So I would encourage you, if you are going through something, get help. And maybe it's professional help. Maybe it's reaching out to a friend. The other thing I'd say is anyone that's listening to the podcast is listening to it for a reason. So if this podcast is triggering you, if you do think you're in a situation where you can't really see a way out of it, let me just say you're listening to this podcast for a reason. And maybe we can encourage you just to start with one thing. Doing one thing regularly, creating some kind of self-care routine, Maybe that'll help you. You know, I just had
1: something hit me and I don't, for a wide array of reasons, I don't talk about my parents very much publicly. Um, But my mom was about the same age that I am now when my father left her. And it was from... My vantage point as one of the children in the house, it was very abrupt, um, but it was also very painfully public. And I watched my mother crumble. And I would say that even up until this day, decades later, my mother is still in so much pain. And I watched that, you know, I watched her be unable to get out of bed when my father first left, I watched her struggle to navigate, um, the world after having been a stay-at-home mom for decades. And I never really saw that spark come back in her that she had before my dad left. And I don't know that she's even aware enough to recognize that, but for me, in this moment on this podcast right now, as I remember that about my mom, that's not what I want for my kids. I want my kids to see a mother who is resilient and who is choosing to show up in the world and use her gifts and abilities to make her little corner of the world a better place. And I I think my mom was well-intended. I just don't think that she had the support system around her to navigate through the pain and I don't think that she had the awareness to recognize that she had a choice in what she did going forward. And so instead, I look back on that as a defining moment that changed her for good, like like for the long haul. For me right now, I'm like, I want this change in my life to be pivotal in the sense of, I want it to propel me forward into an even better version of myself. I don't, I don't want to look back on this and say life stopped at forty-six because my husband and I split up. I want to look at it and say, man, my life was just getting started when my husband and I split up.
0: See says that's the key. You found your why. It's like, if we're going to fight against the pain that we're going under, we have to find a strong enough why. And it has to be about us. And I hear you when you talk about your why. I want to be, you know, your words, a better mother to my kids than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure we'll do an, an episode on, on on finding your why. But it's that, you know, finding your why, why you want to get through this, what is going to be under the side is such a critical part because it gives you the strength to truly, truly move on. Mm-hmm. Stacey, I've loved this episode and being in this space with you. Um, I'd love to kind of, as we close out, ask you what, what, um, what questions can we leave our listeners with? What can we ask them to consider that maybe can help them journaling, sharing, really feeling this out? What would you suggest?
1: Um, My first question would be, are you sitting in the pain of the past? That's a big one. Are you sitting in the pain of the past? Because I feel like that question alone is something that you're gonna get an answer right away. Um, If you are sitting in the pain of the past, what can you do today to take a step in the direction of healing what can you do today to take a step in the direction of healing and how are you going to show up for you
0: I love that I'd love to add a a final one that's what is your why what are you trying to where do you want to be for you why do you want to change why do you want to get through this Stacy, I, I love sharing this space with you. I really feel this this episode is going to help a lot of people, and whoever is meant to help will they help. I'm excited about what's coming for us. if um, was interested in finding out more about spiritual mentorship, we do a you can book a free discovery call. We do a record readings, which is a record of everything your soul's been through. We also do a training. There's a lot of things that are coming. Stacy's books coming out. You know, we'd love, love, love receiving feedback. So if there's any topic you want us to cover, please DM us. Our contact details are always in the show notes. Yeah. And I love, love the space that we've created today. So I'm going to hand over to you to close us out.
1: I love recording these episodes with you Nims. It is a space that we get feedback on every single week. We get emails and direct messages People letting us know that they've been listening religiously and how much this podcast has helped them. That is our desire. Our desire is to inspire you to awaken to your soul's purpose, to do that through healing and self discovery. And I feel deeply blessed to be able to walk this journey with you, Nims. So thank you so much for doing this with me.
0: Oh, thank you. I feel so, so blessed too. I also feel blessed with all the feedback and then just to all the listeners. They just, Wow, the feedback we get just truly lifts myself. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Sending love and light out to all and we'll be back very soon. Bye for now.